0: Welcome to the Queen City Church Podcast. We're so excited that you decided to join us, and we wanted to personally welcome you. Thank you so much for listening in today. Our goal is that this message will encourage you and give you practical steps for a relationship with God that keep getting better and better. Enjoy the message.
1: This week is Vision Sunday, and it's a day that we've set aside apart from any series where I get a chance to be able to tell you behind the scenes and what's upcoming, here's some things that God is doing inside of our church. And here's something that I've learned. I've learned that vision is like so important, like it's crucial. In fact, in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, it says that where there is no vision, where that is lacking, it says that people, the result of that is that people perish, in other words, that where there is no vision, things die. And by the way, that, that, that applies to us as a church and, and churches and all that, but it applies to everything. It applies to our families and our marriages and our businesses and our jobs, and it applies to everything, that where there's no vision, like a lot of things perish. And so if you ever felt like, I just, man, I don't feel like I have any vision for my life, that's probably what you're experiencing. And in the message paraphrase, it puts that same exact verse this way, that if people can't see what God is doing, and that's essentially what vision is, it's a preferred future. It's somewhere that we're not yet. Vision is from God. And if people can't see vision, what God is doing, it says the result of that, maybe this is what your life looks like sometimes, is that they stumble all over themselves. But... When they attend to what he reveals, like when you see what God is doing, when you can catch God's vision for your life, it says they are most blessed. And really today, I have a very simple job. My job today is Habakkuk 2.2. And this is what it says in the Old Testament book of Habakkuk. It says, write the vision and make it plain On, on tablets. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing the tablets part. Uh, that he may run who reads it. In other words, that it's my job to make vision today very clear and very plain so that not just I can run with it, so you can run with it, so you can get behind it. And it not just be something that's like, oh, it's just people that stands out, their vision. No, it's our vision together. And it's my job to make that as crystal clear as possible. And here's what I believe. I believe that vision, that vision that it shouldn't just be big. And a lot of times that's what people want. They're like, man, I I want big vision. And I do too. And I believe God has given us a big vision. But more than just big vision, I desire clear vision. Like where we can actually see it and know it. Because I think that's the greatest gift that I can give you as the pastor of this church is not just big vision, but clear vision. So that you know this is where we're going and this is the part that I can play. And so today I'm so excited to be able to share really three big kind of vision initiatives, three big things that are coming up in the very near future. And then I'm going to tell you at the very end of that why we do everything that we do as a church. That's what today's gonna look like. And so if you're taking notes and you wanna write some of these things down, the first thing that we wanna talk about today is that we are launching a new groups model this fall. So this fall semester, we are, so like right now, essentially we are launching a new groups model this fall. And I'm actually gonna invite Lauren and Nat, both up here um, to kind of help me with this one. And just so you know, their roles within our church, Lauren, she helps oversee all ministries. She's on our lead team, but she helps oversee all ministries. So everything from, from kids to students to groups, so birth to death, she oversees it. And, um, and then Nat actually is our hub leader, which means he specifically focuses on the hub of ministry of groups. And so that's what he exclusively focuses on within our church. And really this new groups model that we are talking about today, this has been in the works for a while. Uh, there's been a lot of prayer and a lot of researching and a lot of thinking and brainstorming and and researching. I mean, just there's been so much for well over a year. And we are so excited to be able to share where we're going strategically as a church in this area of groups. But before we kind of tell you where we're going, we think it's very important for you to know how we got there. And so Lauren, how did we get to today?
0: Yeah, before I say anything, I just want you guys to know that we did not coordinate our outfits today, just for the record, we probably should have. Um, But so like Pastor Brian said, we've been working on this for quite some time. And when we launched our church, um, just so that you know, when we talk about a model, it's just the way that we choose to do something, right? So when we launched our church, we actually had what's called a free market model for groups which basically is kind of the same idea as like the stock market, right? It's kind of based on supply and demand. So leaders would supply a group based on their passion or interests. And then the demand was based on how many people actually signed up and attended that group. And so we have a slide and you can see um, some of the different like groups that we've had. So um, you'll see in the green is volleyball at Sawyer Point. If any of you attended that group this summer, I think there were like, 70 people one week. We Um, launched like
1: a Sawyer Point campus throughout the summer and just...
0: Yeah. Um, And so that's kind of what we've been doing. And as we've done that um, over time and we've kind of learned like our context and the people that we're ministering to and what God has called us to do as a church, there kind of became clearer to us like there were some things that were missing or gaps that we saw or really um, ways that we really wanted to be more effective with what God has called us to do and um, our mission and vision as a church. And so um, from there, some of the things that we started to see uh, first was we saw kind of a need for more easy entry groups. And so like for people that moved to our city, like mid group semester or started going to our church, like we, we saw that there was kind of a lack of, of ways that they could get connected that were very simple and easy um, for them to be able to do uh, this, another thing that we saw is um, just maybe we wanted to see more like intentional spiritual growth for people. And so, um, at the end of step one, Pastor Brian always says, "And if you go today and you haven't been, you'll hear this." But he he challenges people like, "Hey, give us a year of your life and just see what God does in that year." And so, we started thinking about that, like well, how can we be more intentional with the year that people choose to trust to us? And, and how can we be more intentional with that? And even from there, like, what if they give us five years of their life? Like, are we like helping people intentionally grow? Not just, it just happens by chance. Um, what if they give us 10 years of their life? Like, do we have a plan to really help people grow spiritually in a very intentional way? Um, And then the last thing, major thing that we saw was just we wanted more connection to the vision of our church, which you're gonna hear in a little bit um, in depth. But... Our vision for people to know God, to find freedom, discover their purpose, and make a difference. Um, you know, we we talk about that in Growth Track, but we wanted to be able to have groups that really help people go deeper into those things that we we have vision or that God has vision for people's lives. And so, uh, like Pastor Brian said, we kind of started to see these things. We did a lot of, we actually did a survey um, and and asked a lot of questions of our church um, a couple of Easter's ago. We Um, Did a lot of focus groups and a lot of conversations and all of that. And that was kind of the result of what uh, this new model is. And Nat is actually going to share that with you today.
2: Yeah, thank you, Lauren. So that's where we were. This is where we're going. And uh, they're actually going to put a slide on the screen so you guys can follow along as we look at this new model of groups that's starting this semester. Uh, And one thing I want to just point out uh, very, you know, initially is that we are offering two different styles of groups community groups, and growth groups. And you may be thinking already, well, how do I know which group to attend, right? Well, the easiest way that I can break that down for you and equip you with uh, to know which group to, to attend is to give you a question and ask you this. What is your primary focus for joining a group this semester? Would you say it's to meet people and find friends? Awesome. That's a community group. Jump in a community group. Would you say it's to grow in a specific area of your life? Great. Jump in a growth group. Now, the truth is that you can get both of those in either group. You can find community and growth no matter which, which type of group you jump in, whether it's community or growth group. But those groups do have primary focuses. And so I'd encourage you before you decide to just jump in a group, ask yourself the question, hey, what am I looking for this semester? What is my primary focus? and uh, make your decision of which group to ju- uh, jump in based off that, cool? So the next thing we're gonna do is we're gonna kind of deep dive into this new model. I wanna make sure it's clear and you know everything about it. So we're gonna look at the left side of the model first and we're gonna talk about our community groups. Now we have three different types of community groups. We have Sunday discussions, we have activities and interest, and we have dinner parties. If you've ever been a part of groups with us before, the Sunday, dis- uh, Sunday dis- discussions and activity and interest they're the same. They're not changing at all. They are what you've known them to be. These are the type of groups that are uh, based on community. You find people, and they can be any day of the week at any time. Like that's, that's those groups. That's kind of that free market vibe that we've been talking about that we were doing. Those remain the same. But what's new with community groups is dinner parties. And uh, dinner parties we are launching this fall semester. We're so excited about them. We think they're going to be great. Uh, but they do differ a little from the other two types of community groups. And I wanna make sure you know how, okay? Dinner parties actually happen every other week and they're going to be on a single day of the week, Friday nights uh, from seven to 9 p.m. And these groups are, uh, what we're really shooting for is to have all types of demographics, all different uh, people from different stages of life because of how we value diversity here at our church. And so these groups, we have targeted specific neighborhoods across uh, our city uh, with the attempt to create uh, spaces where people can come casually meet new people and find a community. That is it. Like, that is the goal of dinner parties, to create a space where people can come and casually meet new people. Uh, I feel like probably most of us in here know someone in our life, in our circle, that if we invited them to church, they would say, no way, never. Like, I, I'm, I'm not going to church with you ever. But they would say yes to a dinner party. And man, we, we hope and pray that dinner parties can be that. Yes. Like, we have designed them in a way... For people who would never walk in the doors of this church to go to a dinner party and find community with people, and guys, their life can still be impacted. And one day, you know what? They may say, Hey, I know, I know you've been asking me to go to church for a while. Yes. Like, I'll go. Yes. And so that's what our community groups will look like. Okay. That's what our community groups will look like. Now let's take a look at the right side of the model and look at our growth groups. And we have uh, four different types of growth groups as well. The first one is No God. And this, these uh, types of groups, are all about helping people um, know God at a deeper level than they already do, okay? Knowing God at a deeper level than they already do. Uh, These groups can be designed for people to have a safe place to explore their faith, uh, find practical help for how to follow Jesus, or be equipped with studies and tools for how to read and understand their Bibles. That's what these types of groups are designed for. And as you're looking at this, especially the one under Know God, you'll see that some boxes are yellow, And some are white. And I just wanna go ahead, take a moment and address that because it is on purpose, I promise. We didn't just randomly color certain boxes yellow. Uh, The ones that you see in yellow are groups that are currently being offered this semester of groups. And the ones in white are the ones that's not currently being offered yet. Now, what we believe is that the vision of this group's model, which you can tell we have big vision for the the growth groups, but the vision of that will come to life at the pace of people's passions and interests and dreams and the timing of God. Right. And what I truly believe is that there are people here today with what God's put in your heart, your passions, your dreams, your interests, that you can help make this model come to life. And as we deep dive into these four different types of categories, I believe that there could be something in your heart that sparks up and says, hey, I want to help. I want to make that white box yellow. Yeah. And if that's you, uh, I want to uh, tell you how you can let us know that you're interested in just a moment, Okay. So we talked about the find freedom, the second, I, I'm sorry, we talked about the no God, the second is the find freedom. Second type of uh, growth group is find freedom. And these groups are designed to help people process and find healing from past or current struggles. One big one that we've always had and continue to have is freedom. If you've never been in a freedom group, man, that curriculum is awesome. We encourage you to do that. If you have, a good next step would be uh, Freedom 2.0, like a group like Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Uh, a study around that curriculum, and I know we are offering some of those. But we also have vision to offer groups that are topic-specific, like addiction or abuse, groups around that. We have vision to do that. Maybe some of you here today are like, man, yeah, I want to lead that type of group. Awesome. We have big vision for that as well. So those are the type of, uh, uh, freedom groups. The next is the next type is to discover purpose. Currently right now you've heard us talk about it. We point people to growth track in our church and we're still going to continue to do that. This is just meant to build off of that. These types of groups are meant to build off that. And so it's taking a deeper dive into learning how God's uniquely created us and the purpose he's given us. And then the last type of uh, group under our growth groups, is, we are calling it Equip. And these type of groups uh, are designed to help people grow and be better equipped in different life experiences and passions. You'll see groups in this category like premarriage marriage or marital, financial, parenting, racial reconciliation. And this last one, which I'm actually going to let Lauren talk about a little, called QCLA. And uh, QCLA, that's a new group we're offering this fall. And Lauren, watch tell us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, so QCLA stands for Queen City Leadership Academy. And uh, we have a passion as a church um, to develop leaders. And we we want to do that when it comes to church ministry and church leadership. But we also have a passion to develop leaders um, you know in our city who lead in their homes, who lead in the community and their business and um or in whatever role that they play in and so we're actually uh you know we have such big dreams for that in the future and know we say this so humbly but know that God has called us to do um you know big things when it comes to that and um but as we begin to pray about it we really felt like it was go. it was time to go ahead and take a step in that direction and so um QCLA will will launch this semester uh Pastor Brian and I will actually be leading that and it is um it is for anybody with any age and any level of experience with leadership. So if you just want to grow in leadership, uh, that's, that's the vision of what that's going to be. And uh, it's going to be very conversational, very relational. Uh, it may not be the most polished, but it'll, it'll be real. <laughs> it'll be practical. Um, and we just want to help people and kind of create that space for leaders to grow. And so we're going to be launching that this semester, and we're excited about that too.
2: Yeah, that's going to be awesome. And that's it, guys. That's what our new model looks like. And uh, our groups launch next week. And the directory is live today, which means that you can go, you can find a group to jump into. And uh, before I pass it back over to Pastor Brian, I do want to give you guys some next steps because I I believe there are some of you who are like, Nat, how can I help? Like, what can I do to make this come to life? And I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you. Uh, So one of those is attend a group. Uh, Attend a group. Maybe you've never attended a group. This is your semester. This is your semester. If you've never attended a group with us, uh, I fully believe that this is your semester. Go all in there. Attend a group. Find a group for you. Uh, If you have, your next step may be, hey, leading a group.
1: Where can they find all that?
2: Yes, absolutely. They can find all this at queencitypeople.com slash groups, queencitypeople.com slash groups. Uh, and our team will be outside at the two tents out in the courtyard. So if you want to attend a group, if you want to lead a group, if you need group leadership training, we can help you with all that. Come find our team outside in the courtyard. This is us, me, myself, Stacy, Katie, and Tiffany. We would love to help you guys. We'd love to help you uh, jump in a group, lead a group, or even go through group leadership training. Or if you have questions, we'd love to answer those as well.
1: Thank you guys for all your hard work and all the people that put in so much to be able to get this ready uh, for today. And um, I want you to know that I believe with all my heart, this is so much more than just a model or like a strategic system. Like this is something like systems only carry vision. That, that's like the point of systems is to accomplish vision. And so what I believe is that this is going to lead to so many changed lives. It's gonna to lead to people growing in their relationship with God like never before. And it's gonna to lead to people being more connected, which how many of you know that we need that, especially after the last year and a half that we've been through. We need to be connected because we realize that that's how, that's how life change happens, real sustained life change. That's why we refuse to live life alone. And I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen story after story of people whose lives have been changed through groups. And so we wanted to show you a quick video of some people in our church whose lives have been impacted by groups. Check this out.
2: Hey. Matt says hi. And when Jazz and I think about the importance of groups um, and the greatest impact that they've ever had in our lives, we would say that that's where we met.
0: The groups for me has uh, been an experience that has been incredible. It allowed me to connect with so many different people and get to know people um, on another level. And most importantly, through the Freedom Group, it allowed me to just break chains in so many different ways and um, experience God's love and God's grace in a way that I never uh, knew really existed and uh, it has allowed me to really share that with other people and help them experience freedom too.
1: Groups has changed my life because it's given me some of the best friends my
2: entire life. It's people that have been there just to sit with me through some of the darkest and hardest days of my life, people who have celebrated with me on some of the best days of my life, and people who have always pushed me to keep growing in every area as well. Always encouraging me, always
1: pushing me to be the best version of myself, keeping me close to Jesus, close to the church, and close to other people. Not only did I meet some of my best friends in small groups, but I also was able to grow close to God through groups as well. Being able to walk through life events with people who believe the way that I did and were supporting me on my journey was really a game changer in my life.
0: It's just been amazing to develop friendships with um, some old friends and have them go deeper, make new friends. Um, We've got a big age range, which has been amazing. Um, Got some younger women who will cross the bridge and come to my house on Thursday nights and, and keep coming back. And I just have just treasured that and enjoyed getting to know each one of them.
1: I've learned I'm not the only one with issues. I've learned I'm still accepted with my issues. And I've learned some tools to help me find freedom from those issues. Uh, I've also learned a lot more faces on Sunday morning from small groups. And I've learned that our church really likes sand volleyball. Yeah, we are so excited for groups. Here's the second thing i gotta I gotta go really fast, okay. here's here's the second thing that's coming. We are launching our legacy team this fall. And so some of you are like, what in the world is a legacy team? Well, let me share you what that is. And so the legacy team is a brand new team on our dream team. And our dream team is just what we call people who serve here at our church. And we're launching a brand new team uh, this month. And by the way, we've had vision for this team since day one of our church, because here's the truth. Some of you are wired and made by God in a certain way where you love to be generous It's like you light up anytime you get an opportunity to be generous and you care so much about strategically advancing the kingdom of God through your generosity and through giving. And the Bible says that that's actually a spiritual gift from God himself In fact, in Romans chapter 12, verse six through eight, it says, in his grace, God has given us, all of us, different gifts for doing certain things well. There's certain things that God has made you to do that when you do it, not only is it well, but it's easy. And you feel so much fulfillment in it. And he says, there's these spiritual gifts. And then he starts listing off some of those. So he says, so if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out, with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving, that's one gift. Serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. And then he says this spiritual gift. If it is giving, give generously. And then he hits a couple more. Now, really our vision for this team is this, is that the legacy team is a team on the Queen City Church Dream Team that is for those who serve our church with that gift, with the spiritual gift of giving. It's not for people who just make a lot of money. It's not for people who give a certain amount. There is no buy-in or anything like that. It is for people that are wired by God with that spiritual gift of giving. And it says the people on this team are called and equipped to leave a lasting legacy, like something that outlasts us all, by giving financially to further the kingdom of God. And by the way, that is how we operate our entire dream team is we want to help you find how you're wired, how God made you. And then we want you to help discover a team that's on our dream team where you get to scratch that itch. And so some of you are made by God that way to be able to give, and you love to give, and it fires you up more than anything. And we actually take you through a spiritual gifts assessment in step two of GrowTrack. And in that, this is taken directly from our GrowTrack book. So some of you, maybe you're wired in a way where you would say yes to these statements. I am passionate about financially investing in the kingdom of God. I often give time or money freely, regardless of how much I have to give. Like, it's not about an amount. It's about like, like, I love to be generous. And then last, maybe you'd say yes to this. I want to make more money. Some of you like, amen. Uh, But here's the reason why. So that I can give more. It's not so that I can get more it's so that I can give more. And if your answer, like you see some of those and you're like, yes, like that's me. That's how I'm wired. I'm telling you, God put that in there. And he gave you the spiritual gift of giving. And maybe legacy team would be a great team for you to join. So if you want to learn more about this team and how to get on this team, if this has piqued your interest, maybe you're like, I I think I would like to learn more about that. We're actually having a big legacy team interest meeting in two weeks so two weeks from the day on Sunday, September 19th from six to seven at Proud Hound Coffee. And I would invite anybody that is interested in being a part of that team and you want to learn more. We're going to go into detail of even more about the vision of this team, how you can be a part of it and what it would look like for you to serve on that team. And I just want to encourage you that if something in your heart is like, I would love to be on that team. Come to that interest meeting, and then that is where that team will really officially start. But let us know. So you can RSVP. You can see right there. If you could do that, RSVP at queencitypeople.com slash legacy. Let us know that you're coming uh, so that we can make sure we have everything. So that is the second thing. The first thing, we are launching a new groups model. This fall. Number two, we are launching our legacy team this fall. And number three, I am so excited to let our church know today that we have secured our first permanent building, which we will be calling Queen City Church HQ. Come on. That's exciting. That's awesome. I'm so excited. And it's been a long time coming and it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful 8,000 square foot two story building, which is right off Reading Road on the edge of downtown, right in the edge of OTR uh, that will serve really two functions as a church. One, it will be like a hub for all ministry in between Sundays and a chance to take all our ministry between Sundays to a whole nother level. And then number two, it's going to be a team space for our leadership team and dream team. This space is going to have a custom build out that's going to be exactly to what we're wanting that space to be. So we're so excited. But I wanted to give you just a little bit of an idea of what the space is going to be used for. And so the first floor, you can see there, that really the big thing that's going to be there is a 200 seat auditorium. Uh, I think probably the biggest question that that we've gotten as this has kind of gotten out is like, is this where we're going to do Sunday services? And the answer is no, Uh, we are not going to be doing that. We need more than 200 seats. Uh, for that. And we just got in here. And so we love being here. This is where our church will have services on Sundays, but it's really going to be used for everything in between. So a 200 seat auditorium, it's going to have a lobby with a small cafe. It's going to have bathrooms and storage, which is really good. Um, And then it's going to be used for everything, like I said, all ministry between Sundays. So think things like Saturday prayer will be there, youth services, QCU services, worship rehearsals, groups, events like marriage events, outreach events, men's and women's events, kids and students, really so much more. Really the sky is the limit for how we're going to be able to use this space. And that's everything on the, the bottom floor. Now, the top floor is going to be a custom team space that's built out exactly for what we're needing for our leadership team and our dream team uh, that's going to have community workspaces and offices and kitchen and conference rooms and, and a lot more. And uh, we're just so excited for this. And our goal really God willing over the next few months is that there's going to be construction. It's already starting to happen and those, all that's starting to happen. And uh, the next few months are going to be kind of the build out of that space. And God willing, like our hope is to open that space in time for 21 days. A prayer and fasting in January. Uh, that's a big deal around our church. We always start the first of the year, a dedicated time to put God first. And we, we pray together every single morning. And so we're hoping to have that space open by 21 days of prayer uh, there. And I just want to stop right here. And I want to give God all the credit and all the honor and all the glory and all the praise for everything that's happened. Come on, can we clap our hands and let's give him praise for opening these doors for all that. And I hope, I hope today that you are seeing that God has given us a big vision, not just for this upcoming season, but for decades. In fact, if you only knew all the vision that God has given us, that all these things that you're seeing, they're great and they're big, but it's really just the tip of the iceberg. And while God has given us a big vision, we've just made a decision from day one that we're not going to rush anything, that we're not going to force anything. Really a big prayer of mine since day one is that we would only grow and never swell because healthy things grow, not swell. And so we've been very intentional from day one to grow at like God's blessing and the pace of your generosity. And so we've just made a decision, that's how we're gonna operate. And so we've strategically and intentionally organized our church from day one financially to operate debt free and with margin so that we could be great stewards. And so we can be, um, just like very generous at the same time and to be able to jump on vision opportunities as opportunities kind of present themselves. And so we've been able to do that without doing giving campaigns. Can I get a good amen from church? And, um, so just know today That all those things that we're sharing about, like I'm not asking for more money today so that all that vision can be accomplished. It's not like we took a face step and this is what we're doing. So church, come on, we're gonna pass some buckets and get out, come on, pray right now. And let's get, no, that's not what we're doing. And it's the reason why we can even say yes to this is because we're able to do all these things right now because you've already been so generous. So he's taken care of. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your consistent, faithful generosity. And I'll never stop telling you that your generosity is so much more than just dollars. It is making a difference and it's leading to so many changed lives. And so thank you. But also I feel a burden today to not just tell you what we're doing, but also to make sure that you know why we do it and really why we do everything that we do as a church. And I believe that there's nothing that is more important than our why. In fact, I believe this leadership principle that when you lose your why, you lose your way. That whenever you forget why you do what you do, it's so easy to get off track. And what we're committed as a leadership is to never digress from our why. And so everything we do as a church is because we have a vision for every single person in our city, including you. And what we believe is that it's not just our vision for your life, but it's also what God's vision is for your life, that we just took it from him. And all throughout the Bible, you will see that God has a vision, this spiritual journey that he wants to take you on and every person on. You will see this spiritual journey where four things happen you will see this journey where he wants lost people saved. Then once you're saved, saved people pastored, then pastored people trained, and then trained people mobilized. You will see all throughout the Bible that there is that type of process that God wants to take people on. And that includes you. And one example is in Exodus chapter six, and this is where the people of God, they are slaves in Egypt. And so they at the time that God said this, they were slaves and and they were in bondage. They were in Egypt as slaves. And this is what God says. He says, I am the Lord and I will bring you out lost people saved from under the yoke of the Egyptians. I will free you saved people pastored from being slaves to them, and I will redeem you, pastor people trained, with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my own people, as trained people mobilize, and I will be your God. And you see throughout these two verses that God says, I want to take you on a spiritual journey. Like I know you're in a bad spot right now, but I've got a vision for your life. And he says, first, I will bring you out. Like, I want to take you. I want to save you out from Egypt. Like, I want to take you out of the slavery that you're in. I want that to be your old life. And like, you don't have to live as a slave anymore. He says, I'll take you out. I will bring you out. But then second, and I find this one interesting because he says, I will free you. And why I find that so interesting because it's like, but I thought God said already that I'll take you out. So if He takes you out, why does He say right after that that I'll free you? Isn't it the same thing? Well, the truth is is that you can be out of Egypt, and Egypt can still be in you. In other words, like you can no longer be a slave, but you can think, feel and act just like a slave. It's like... It's like whenever you get saved, that doesn't mean that you don't have issues. Like there's still some things that are in there and God says, you don't have to live that life anymore. I've got something better than you having to do that. A life where you're free. He says, I will bring you out. I will free you. And then third, he says, I will redeem you. That not only will I take you out of Egypt, not only will I get the Egypt out of you, like I want to take you to a promised land, something that's so much better than where you're at right now, but there's gonna be a process. And we gotta learn some things. And in fact, that word redeem there in the original language, it means to put something back to its original intent. In other words, that I want you to go back to your original intent. I'm gonna take you back to how I designed you from the beginning. And he said, I want you to go through that process where you will understand why you are on this planet. He says, I will bring you out, I will free you, I'll redeem you, and then finally he says, I will take you as my own people. That not only will I take you out of Egypt, get the Egypt out of you, put you back to your original intent, redeem you. And now, after I've done those things, now you can finally walk into your promised land to live the best life that I have for you. You see this pattern, lost people saved, saved people pastored, pastor people trained, trained people mobilized. And these four things, are God's vision for every single person on planet earth, including you. So our vision as a church is the exact same vision, but this is how we put it. Kind of our language of that is that we want to see every person go on a spiritual journey where they experience those four things, where we want them to know God, like have a real relationship with him. Like you can have that. And it's not just knowing him here, it's knowing him here. Like you can know God and then there's more. It doesn't end there. You can know God and then you can find freedom. Like you can deal with your yesterdays and your issues. You can put those and experience freedom like never before. You can know God, find freedom, discover purpose like God can redeem you wherever you're at today. He can take you back to your original intent, like why he created you. It doesn't matter how old you are, you can get back there. And then after know God, find freedom, discover purpose, I'll also make you make a difference. And that's the vision that we have for you and every person in our city. And we've actually built our church around these four things. Everything we do, and if you go to GrowTrack today, we'll tell you all about how. We have intentionally built our church to help accomplish that vision. Because what we believe is that if you go through that process, you will experience the life that Jesus talks about in John ten ten, where he says that I came so that they can have real and eternal life, I love this, more, And better life than they've ever dreamed of. In other words, that the best life that you and I can ever live is found following Jesus and going through that process. Like it's better than anything that the world can offer. And I guarantee you, if you go through that process, if you know God, find freedom, discover purpose, make a difference, go on that spiritual journey, that you will experience more fulfillment than you have ever experienced in your life. You will experience fulfillment like never before. You may go to bed with the same exact problems as you do today. But what I believe is that those problems won't feel so big because you'll have something in your life bigger than your problems. And that's why we do everything that we do so that you and your your family and your children And your friends and your coworkers and your neighbors and all 2.1 million people in the greater Cincinnati area can go on a spiritual journey where they know God, find freedom, discover their purpose and do what we're all called to do. And that's make a difference and experience the more and better life that can only be found in Jesus. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. And before we end today, we want to take just a moment to ask God, God, what are you saying to me? Ask him. Ask him this. Have the courage right now to pray and ask God, what is a next step that you have for me today? What's a step that you have? Ask him. And then have the courage to do whatever he tells you to do. Maybe it's to join a group today. And you need to go out to the to the courtyard and talk to somebody on the groups team at the black tents in the courtyard and find a group. Maybe it's to lead a group. Maybe it's to be a part of that legacy team that we talked about or to go to the RSVP for the, for the, um, the interest meeting there. Maybe it's to do, I don't know, whatever it is, whatever it is, ask God for a next step and then have the courage to do it. But maybe you're here today and you feel far from God. You see that spiritual journey and you're like, I haven't even started it. And you know that you need to know God. You need to get right with him. You need to say yes to Jesus. You need to receive grace and receive his forgiveness. And maybe you've never made that decision. Today's your day. Maybe you have in the past, but you've let your relationship with God slip away and you feel so far from him today and today you just need a fresh start. We're not gonna point you out or make you come forward, embarrass you in any way. I just wanna lead you in a very simple prayer. And if you wanna be included in that prayer, if you say today, I need to get right with God, I need to give him my life, I need to say yes to Jesus, whether that's for the very first time or it's all over again, you need a relationship with him. If you're here and that's you, I'm gonna ask you on the count of three to to boldly put your hand up in the air and say, include me in that prayer. That's my decision. One, two, three. If that's you, put your hand up. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Anybody else? I got you. It's awesome. Anybody else? Yeah, I got you. That's great. If you're watching online, if that's you, say, that's me, that's me. You can put your hands down and just pray something like this in your heart. Just say, Jesus, I need you. And I'm sorry that I've lived my life without you. Will you come live inside me? And will you change me and make me brand new? I surrender my whole life to you. I, I give you my life, everything. I give you my life. And Jesus, today I receive your grace. Today I receive your forgiveness and your love. And I choose to follow you for the rest of my life. I thank you so much today for Jesus. And it's through the mighty, powerful, awesome name of Jesus that we pray. And everybody said a big amen. Come on, church. Can you clap your hands and celebrate like you haven't ever before for those that just made that decision? We're so proud of you. That's awesome.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. If this message has changed your perspective on God or life, feel free to email your story to info at queencitypeople.com. We'd love to celebrate the change happening in your life. We'd also love to pray for you. If you have any prayer requests, big or small, head over to queencitypeople.com prayer and fill out the form with as much detail as you'd like. For more information about Queen City Church's service times, location, or events, visit queencitypeople.com or follow us on social media platforms at Queen City People.